everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Survivor Wildcards on Holiday. I'm Allie. And I'm Brendan. And this is our off-season podcast <laughs> where we're talking about um, the first season of Australian Survivor. This is episode four. Um, it was a wild ride. Brendan and I, uh, this is our messy podcast, or our messier <laughs> podcast. Wow, <laughs> off to such a fantastic start. I mean, it was I mean, it was a messy podcast for kind of a messy episode. It was the vote that wasn't. What'd you say? <laughs> I said it was the vote that wasn't. Right, yes, <laughs> because of Pistol Pete. <laughs> Pistol Pete. We had some, like, crazy strategy brewing on Aganoa, building to this, like, big moment, and then out of, like, left field, Pistol Pete finally pulls the trigger and removes himself from the game, which was, like, pretty heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. It was heartbreaking. There We're gonna have no more scenes with that red suit. No more scenes with that red suit. We were talking about how he was the literal heart of that tribe because <laughs> he literally looks like a heart in that suit. But I, I want to know, uh, whatever, I guess that's like really, there's so much other stuff that happened in this episode because holy cow, it's like a full hour and we got like 20 minutes of camp life before we even get yeah. to a challenge. Um, but I'm, I'm really curious to find out if Kat was definitely the plan that I vote, feel like no. I feel like they were meant to, I feel like that's what we were meant to believe by the end of the episode. I feel like they were leading us on that it was supposed to be Rohan. Rohan? Rohan? I think you just say it fast, like Rowan. Rowan. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then by the end, we're supposed to think, oh no, it was going to be Kat. And she found out and now that's bad for them. But I don't know. I want to know the truth. And I feel like Phoebe and Elle are the only people who can tell us the truth. Yeah. And I also feel like after Kat finds out, that's like bad for Kat. I mean, I feel like yeah. once Kat finds out if you're Phoebe, you're like, well, now Kat doesn't trust me anyway. So why would I save her over Rowan, who like I don't trust, but he trusts me? Yeah. And how do you try to mend that with Kat now if she's so clearly not trusting you and like feeling on the outs? Like, oh, don't worry. We were we really were going to blow. <laughs> blow. <laughs> we really were going to blow. Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> blind side excuse me <laughs> rowan because then like for all you know cat runs to him with that information and is like they were gonna try to take you out because you know whatever because of the idols which um it's been a little bit since we watched um this season we've been very caught up um with winners at war and with season two of our online survivor game. <laughs> season two of our online survivor game holy cow these idol hunts that happen um, are pretty crazy. I mean, so far, Aganoa is the only one. Um, Phoebe and Rohan, who both found the clue, find the idol. He finds it, does not immediately honor the promise that he made to her that he would give it to her, even though he kind of makes the offer, like, I can give it to you if you want. But, like, that, I agree with Phoebe, right? Like, if you've made the promise... You honor the promise. Like, what else was she supposed to say? I just feel like there was, like, a close-up shot of him putting the idol in his pocket. And you were like, oh, Phoebe's going to be pissed. Like, I was. Right I I knew she was going to be pissed. I mean, as <laughs> like, soon as he shot, found it, I was like, all right, it's purpose. time. Like, oh, we know Phoebe's supposed to get this idol. And there it goes in Rowan's pocket. <laughs> yeah, and there it goes. I mean, do you think that's as big of a deal as Phoebe felt it was? We started talking about this a little bit towards, while we were, towards the end while we were watching the episode. I think here is what it depends on. 
I think it, de- I think it depends on factors that you don't know about yet. Because he was like, do you mind if I just hold on to this? Like, if she, before Tribal, was like, hey, I feel like I need the idol, do you think he would have given it to her? I think he probably would have. Yeah, I mean, I think the tricky thing is, like, I understand the logic of, like, you had an agreement that I would get it, even if you found it, and you didn't honor that. And then there's sketchiness because now you're not allowed to tell your alliance, but you know... You know, Phoebe knows. She can't tell, like, Elle and Lee. But, like, Phoebe knows the truth. And then I think the question is kind of, like, she obviously gets paranoid. I think probably thinking, like, well, what if I hadn't been there? You know, like, what if he had found this on his own? Would he have even told me? You know, if he's not wanting to tell the other people in our alliance, would he even have told me if he had found it if I hadn't been there right with him? But I don't know. I feel like... I don't know how much you can, like, extrapolate there to be worried that he wouldn't tell you. And there's no way to know because obviously he finds it with her and, like, we didn't get to see that play out. Yeah, I feel like the thing for me, though, is, like, we didn't hear from Rowan when they, like, found... So when they found the clue together, they basically were like, oh, we're going to, like, keep this to ourselves. And then when it was clear other people knew about it, they ended up telling Elle. And Phoebe said she wanted to tell Elle the whole time. But I feel like for Rowan, he was like, oh, I'm cool keeping this between me and Phoebe. And I feel like he's not with Lee more than he is with Phoebe. I feel like Phoebe's his person. No, I kind of feel, like, similarly. And I think that's why, like, as fun as it would have been to take him out, I do wonder, is that the right move you know like granted like he's not giving it back to you but like is it that crazy or that malicious for someone to find a hidden immunity idol and to think actually maybe can i just keep this for myself but we have it it's ours you know yeah but i do think it's a little sketchy that he didn't want her to know where he buried it yeah i feel like like it's tough too because like if you i don't know about the swaps again (laughs) like i don't know what's up with the swaps but if you think you're swapping at any point and you think you need that idol more than rowan because i feel like in a traditional swap like someone like phoebe would be more likely to go than someone like rowan Mm -hmm. then like if you don't want that idol in rowan's pocket like if if he's just holding on to it you might as well be holding on to it because if you end up getting swapped and not knowing about it and you don't have it and he has it, then Phoebe's going to be more screwed than Rowan. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But I, I also know. think that, like, if Rowan wanted to say no, he should have said no when she asked because she didn't ask for any reason. Yeah, why? Yeah, why did did she just she, ask because... She just asked and he said yes. She didn't ask, she didn't, like, say any reason. She was like, if you find it, can I have it? And he was like, sure. But there was, like, yeah, bad no move. real logic behind him agreeing to that. <laughs> bad move, bad move. Never <laughs> agree just to give up an idol or an advantage. It only sets you up for failure. So he should have just said no originally, and then I feel like we wouldn't be in this situation. Yeah, this mess of messes. He should have been like, we can use it together, but whoever finds it, it's theirs. I mean, this idol of this idol clue and the system they did it and the way people have handled it has caused a mess on all camps because that's happening on Aganoa, and then over on Vavau, Vavau we is have so messy. Sweet baby angel Nick Idanza, who can't seem uh, to figure out a good way to lie about this or no. tell the truth about this, and it just keeps digging him this bigger and bigger hole. But I hate to see it. 
But I don't know if it's ever... Is this the red herring, be nervous for Nick on Vavau, but he's never, you know, like, do you think he's ever going to face a vote with these people in this setting that it's actually going to become a problem for him? Like, I feel like this is building distrust among these people, but it's not going to come to fruition on Vavau as it exists currently. Yeah, I don't know, because I feel like we're, we can't be far from a swap, right? I mean, we're at 20 people, which is normally where a season of Survivor on the U.S. would start. Yes, but we've already had four... Well, we've already had four people go home. Right. So, like, I don't remember... I'm trying to remember South Africa, because I feel like that's a better comparison. Probably. I can't remember now. I feel like it was, like, four or five people they swapped after. I mean, how much did the Blue Tribe... I can't remember their name now. How much did they lose? I think they They lost lost three, and someone else lost one. Yeah, I think it was four. But we didn't get a swap in the promo. No, we did But it was also a short promo. Yeah. And I was just waiting for Trotro, to be honest. But we got no Trotro this week. No Trotro! <laughs> oh, man. Dark times. Well, no okay. Trotro. No Trotro leads me into this, even though it's not my answer. But I have a super... super nope. <laughs> I have a superlative. You I know what? can't wait to hear it. Okay. What was I most disappointed by this week? I love that no trotro is what reminded <laughs> what, what you of this led me into it. I was disappointed um, by no trotro. <laughs> I think you were most disappointed that Kylie didn't find the idol. Sorry. I think you were most disappointed that Kylie didn't find the idol. Yes, that is a hundred percent true. I really it was, was rough. Kylie... It was rough. Yeah, I was really hoping Kylie would find the idol, and then on top of her not finding the idol, Pistol Pete goes home. I, yeah. I mean, it's dark days for Kylie over there. I mean, she's got to find it, right? She has to find it. Waiting on a swap. I hope next week she finds it and then they swap. (laughs) I hope so, too. I mean, it's kind of, I mean, they obviously, the Sinopi Majority Alliance has deduced that that was an idol clue. They know that Pete and Kylie are the ones in the know, but they're still, I mean, they're tracking them, but they obviously have left them some time to look alone. I mean, I'm sure it's impossible to truly follow people around 24-7 out there. But, I mean, they're so close. They found the tree. They just have to realize that the roots are the wall. <laughs> yeah. Do you think she finds it before they swap? Or do you think that was our idol hunt moment and it's just done? Um, I don't know. Because I feel like it's hard. I, I don't know if, if there's, like, a convention. If they can mm-hmm. anticipate a swap. If, you, if you're anticipating a swap, you definitely look for that idol harder than you would otherwise. Yeah. But I feel like now with with Pete gone, do people still monitor Kylie? Like, if Kylie just goes off on her own, is it more like, oh, Kylie's like the workhorse? Like, does she have that out there? Because I do feel like she does a lot of work around camp. I think probably. I mean, I think with Pete gone, they probably think like... I mean, it's kind of, I think Pete leaving is so interesting hearing him talk about how like they don't want to admit that they need to vote me out. Which is kind of like, and it's he's so not even different than alliance. U.S. Survivor. What'd you say? He's not even in their alliance. No, but like, it's just so personal and so emotional that he's just like, they're such good friends with me that like, they can't see that they need to vote me out of this. Like, do you think that like, they're more focused on voting Kylie out because they see her as a bigger threat or they really do just like, Justice like if they Bianca, went to tribal council, honestly, were they going to vote Kylie out? I feel like, yeah. 
That seems insane to me. Well, they voted Bianca out. Yeah. That seems so crazy to me, but I kind of agree with you. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, I mean, they didn't go back. So it's like keeping Pete over Bianca. I don't know. It's tough because you got Bianca out of the game. You know, she's not going to work with any of you ever. And then they Pete leaves. But like, does it really hurt you that much? I he mean, wasn't participating what's in worse, challenges anyway. Pete and Kylie going to find that clue or Bianca and Kylie going to find that clue? Bianca and Kylie, for yeah, sure. I think, and then yeah. Pete quits Bianca anyway, has that idol in her pocket already, probably. one person on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, I think but it's... But the, I... the problem, which we talked about at some point, I don't remember when. I don't even know if it was on this podcast or on our American podcast. But we've said before is that, like, the goal really is to have two people in front of you. Right. And when you just have one person on the bottom, that that's not true anymore. So if Kylie does find an idol and Sinapu goes to tribal council, either Kylie gets to vote someone out by herself or some people got to turn on it. Or some people, people have to turn on it. Yeah. No, agreed. It's true. Yeah, always have two, not just one. Because that one person, you never know what's going to happen. Suddenly, you can't get rid of them. You always want to have a backup plan. Yeah, and if you feel like you have to split votes, then you have to draw a line in the sand sooner than you're comfortable with. Right. Speaking of drawing lines in the sand, can we just, like, quick reverse course to talk about Vavau a little bit more in detail? And we finally got a peek into what the alliance is on Vavau, and it was not what I was expecting (laughs) at all. No, but my alliance is me, Craig, and Barry, I just want to say. <laughs> okay, so Allie's in the alliance with Craig and Barry, but meanwhile, <laughs> it's Nick, Jenna Louise, Sue, and Craig are the majority alliance on the vow. But that's not a majority. But that's not a majority. So I'm trying to figure out who is that fifth person that's like tangentially a part of. Is it Tegan? Well, I don't know, because Nick and Tegan have that secret, not secret together. (laughs) Right. And Sue is not a fan of the fact that, like, Tegan thought she was in with them by virtue of finding that clue. But four does not a majority make on a tribe of eight. But I thought we thought for a a minute, at least, that Nick and Kate were close. Maybe it's Kate. Maybe Kate's the fifth. Maybe Kate. Well, really, you don't need a fifth. You just need someone to agree to vote out another person. Right, exactly, exactly. And then all of a sudden, four is good enough. As long as it's not Barry, I don't give a fuck. So it's Barry, Kate, and then who would he. Tegan and Andrew. Tegan and Andrew left out of that four. Interesting. But that's a four in itself, I mean. Yeah, it's four, four. But there has to be somebody else tangentially attached to that other group because there's no way mob boss craig leaves himself open to a possible upset no no fucking way i mean mean, he was already in the godfather hammock this week (laughs) (laughs) i mean i hope it's barry i don't think that it's barry but i feel like if you have someone i don't know if you just have the thing about this is like there's so many wild cards where you're like, are people gonna vote strategically? Or are people gonna vote like it's Borneo? Like I was just rewatching Borneo and like pre-merge, people were just like voting. Yeah, people weren't talking about their votes; they were just like voting. So if you're in a tight four and the other four people are just like voting for whoever, then four is enough. And I also like, I mean, kudos and credit to Sue for making her way into that. What's, like, presented as the majority alliance, but isn't actually majority in numbers, but I think we're meant to get the impression that this is, like, supposed to be the alliance running the camp. I would not have expected Sue to be there. 
Can I just address something really quick, too? Yeah. It's Vavau is like our powerhouse tribe, right? Right. My winner pick is from Sinapu, and your winner pick is from Aganoa. I mean, Kama didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> True. Kama didn't win. Maybe uh, Kama should have won. Tandang didn't win. No, Tandang didn't win. Tandang shouldn't have won either. But I mean, maybe Kama should have won. Kama, yeah. I will say, maybe Kama should have won. <laughs> maybe Tandang. that one. <laughs> Matt Singh deserves that win. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I also, though, well... I mean, we can talk about the challenge. I'll, I'll leave my superlative for later. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the fucking challenge that was so goddamn aggravating, but really proves what we've been seeing this whole time is that Aganoa just won't deliver on a puzzle. They can't do puzzles. I mean, I think yeah. we said this last time. Like, maybe, or I think you were the one who said it. We were like, maybe they just don't have a well, puzzle the ch- person. Yeah, the challenge they won didn't have a puzzle. They ended in the throwing. Yeah, and I think this episode just confirms that they do not have a puzzle person, and they have a problem in that Vavau has Nick, and Sanapu has Matt. And correct me if I'm wrong, but that puzzle was pretty straightforward. I mean, I don't know a ton about puzzles, but it didn't seem that big. It wasn't 3D. And the shape it of it... It wasn't like you didn't to have me to looked like There was no algorithms. It just seemed like a puzzle. And to me, from what I could tell, it looked like the outside pieces at the top were going to be curved and then all the interior pieces were not curved and then those and pieces at the like bottom are so thin pieces like, yeah and the pieces like at the bottom were the so border, thin you were good <laughs> yeah like you had to know so i feel like you could figure out the exterior pretty quickly i think yeah. that's how Vaval caught up i think they figured that out but i also think the challenge showed that Vaval is hurting physically big time yeah. i mean they don't really have like stereotypical big strong guys on their tribe in the way that Aganoa and Sanapu do and Vavau's never been to tribal council that's just been the case from the beginning but Craig Angelina Keeley over here just got them some new flint hey don't hate (laughs) on the negotiator (laughs) he did I mean it seemed desperate it seemed I mean they were Nick and Kate at the first leg they couldn't even run through the water without stopping but do we still know, like, what, did they run out of Flint? He said they, they broke it. Flint? They broke it. At the challenge, he said they broke it, which makes more sense to me. Because I was like, how are the other tribes, like, kind of okay? Yeah. Um. He says they broke it. But, I mean, they are so far behind in the physical portion. And I don't know if it's more of a credit to them that they come back or more of a, like, I feel like based on history, it's kind of more of like a, sign of just how much Aganoa struggles on puzzles that they can't yeah. pull it out. And also for the physical portion of this challenge, Lee picked up Aganoa and ran with it on his yeah. head. <laughs> Carrying that entire tribe. I mean, Sam was also a beast on Sanapu. Let's not forget about Sam. We didn't hear from him really this episode, but we saw him. We yeah, saw we did him. see him. We saw that shoulder tattoo. <laughs> hey, we love the shoulder tattoo. I love um, the shoulder tattoo. I don't know if we love the shoulder tattoo. <laughs> but, I mean, Lee really, like, literally carried Agano on his back. Um, and, Brut, I wonder how much those chests weighed. It's always so yeah. hard to tell when they say they're heavy. It's like, I wonder how heavy that is. I because know, they're obviously like, tired. I'm remember- weak. So I'm like, is it like a 20-pound chest? And they're just really exhausted? Because to me right now, I'm like, well, that doesn't sound that bad. But imagine that's like a 50-pound chest that you're having to carry on your head. And you're like dehydrated and ex- like, yikes. 
It's like flashback to last week when Lee got hit on the head with 19 of those blocks. <laughs> we thought he was going to get like <laughs> medevac. <laughs> that was an insane challenge. I forgot about that challenge until just now. And then Lee collapses on the sand to not watch his tribe lose that puzzle. That I thought he was going to, I give credit to Lee because I thought he was going to be much more upset than he was about how that fell apart at the puzzle stage. And he didn't, and he stuck true to his alliance. Here's the like, thing. Uh, Phoebe and Rowan did the puzzle. You yeah. think if like Kat and Christy were on the puzzle, he would have been more pissed? Probably. I also thought it was interesting that Rowan like volunteered for the puzzle and then also volunteered Phoebe for the puzzle. So like Kat and Christy like didn't do anything in that challenge. Like the the way the challenge no. was structured, like Kat and Christy didn't do anything. Sue and Barry didn't do anything. And well, then Barry was like sitting there being dream daddy at least. Peter didn't do anything. I think. That was it. I think he was the only one to do anything on Snapu. But it's really... Oh, no. The, some people set out, obviously. Right. So Peter set out on Snapu. But no then, one can sit out on Aganoa. And then Kat and Christy But they just, like, just sat like, them out. Yeah. And they yeah. still were in... They were still were ahead on the physical portion, even though they sat out basically two additional people. But I do feel like Kat is probably their best puzzler. And she's just, like, too scared to step up. Or Ever since that first challenge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, know. well, this brings me to... <laughs> What'd you say? I guess this brings me to my superlative, maybe. Oh, okay, okay. I feel like on my superlative four, most likely to rise from the grave and raise hell goes to Kat and Christy. I don't think... I mean, Phoebe's my winner pick, right? I'm staying strong. Yeah. But I, I don't think this is going to go well for that four. Like, I feel like we've been led down this path of like, oh, this four is strong. The four is strong. But like the vibe we got at the end of this episode and the impact that this vote that doesn't happen is going to have. I, I feel like Christy and Kat. I mean, Kat seems like she's like on a war path. Christy seems like she's very little more calculated. I don't think this is going to end well for the rest of Aganoa moving forward. Here's the thing is I feel like Phoebe is playing like it's final eight, yeah. final seven. It's not even 20 people left. No, <laughs> there's like so much game left. Yeah, I kind of and agree. I really like Phoebe, but I think she's just playing a little too. Like there's no reason to target Rowan here. Like I get why she did, but I feel like it's too emotional. And I feel like. I, I mean, we've been talking about was Kat saved by that? Was uh, Rowan saved by that? But I feel like Phoebe was saved by that. Whatever Phoebe was about to do was going to draw a line in the sand and it could have blown up her game. Well, I think she was saved, but also maybe doomed because now they're both there. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, the- it's only it's two versus four with Kat and Christy. But like if some miracle Aganoa wins and then they swap or they do swap. That, like, I have two options. Me and L, we have both options. I don't think they have both options anymore. I think L, maybe L does. I mean, this might be where I don't Elle know, Kat, can, like... she was a part of that conversation Kat heard. Yeah, but I think that L and Christy have their own little bond. True, true, true. That's very true. I don't true. know, like, I think Kat's only options are a swap. I think yeah. if Phoebe and L decide to keep Kat, it's, like, as a pawn. And I don't think Kat would, like 
be a pawn, but I think no. like if Phoebe and Cat decide, if Phoebe and Elle decide to keep Cat, it wouldn't be to like go far with her. Right. It would be to like get a vote done, and then they'd be like, bye. Yeah, but how much is... how much time can we have left on these original three tribes? Maybe a vote. I mean, it's crazy because going into a swap, like if they do another, if they go to tribal council again and either Sinapu or Aganoa loses somebody, the numbers that Vavau is going into the swap with are just crazy. Yeah, they are. But they're also people, if they get split up, I I don't know. like They're not one big happy family. If Barry and Craig and Sue are together on a tribe, like what does that look like? I mean, there's yeah. just like so many wild cards on Vavau still. I can't believe they keep winning. Like, they do not look like the tribe that should keep winning. It's they like really we don't. compare them to Shapara and then look at Shapara swap. Like, I mean, <laughs> they, they didn't get mixed up at all. Yeah, <laughs> that would be wild. I mean, they need to make sure they have a very specifically shaped urn in order to achieve that spot. <laughs> okay. Let's I don't know not. if I'll cut that out or not. <laughs> if I'll leave that in. <laughs> um, anywho. <laughs> Back to um, game d- dynamics, definitely not influenced by production. Um, oh my god, I just, I don't want to, like, derail everything, but going back to the challenge really quick, Jonathan's t-shirt was, like, the highlight of the challenge. Honestly, yeah. And it's, I'm glad that you clocked it, because by you clocking that t-shirt, when Peter quit, I was like, oh, okay, this was right after the challenge. <laughs> I was like, I'd recognize that t-shirt I did, anywhere. I did point out that t-shirt. <laughs> it is so, it's so interesting to listen to him narrate challenges and say things. Like I was texting Allie where I was like, I feel like for some phrases, he purposely changes like one word just so it's not exactly the same as what Probe says, but it's so close. But it's so interesting to me, like, the decisions of, like, when to change things so it's not exactly the same. Like, I think instead of saying immunity is backup for grabs, he said, like, immunity is... I don't, I forget what he said, but he just, like, changed it slightly. And I'm like, I wonder why the reasoning to, like... But I, I like it. I li- It's like... Well, what should I do as Probst slash Jonathan? I mean, I think you've got to find a good t-shirt. <laughs> That's the answer. I gotta find a good t-shirt. <laughs> what do you think, too... I don't, has Survivor ever done, U.S. Survivor ever done a fake out tribal like that? Where uh, they knew like someone quitted. I go to the last minute, but they I, I deserve to be kicked off. Tribal. I said someone quitted. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the example I can think of is San Juan del Sur, where they've let it go to like they're about to leave to tribal and then Julie quits, but... I don't right. think they've actually gone to tribal. and They've then, never, like, had like, a full tribal voting. council and then be like, oh, surprise, you're not actually voting someone, right? I don't think so. What do you think about that? I mean, it's manipulative. It's kind of... But I don't know if I... I don't... I did not like it, but it's clearly just for the drama and to kind of cause problems on that tribe. Uh, okay, here's the thing. Okay, I, I feel like you can't put caveats on everything like this. Like, you need to make it as, like, even of a game as possible. But I feel like I would have liked that more on, like, a Vavau. 
But Aganoa already has problems. It's like and kicking Ag- the mother down. Yeah. I feel like if it was a different tribe and we could have gotten more insight on dynamics or whatever. But I feel like we only got more questions here. Like, we, we thought we knew what we had coming in and then we only raised more questions. So, in, unless that, like, leads somewhere in, like, a future story, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of a dick move. Because, I mean, I know, like, you were saying this vote, if it went through, would be disaster for Phoebe, but I don't think it's disaster for Phoebe. I don't think Phoebe makes the Rowan vote unless Lee's on board. And if Lee's on board, I don't think it's a disaster vote to vote him out. And if she doesn't vote him out and she votes Cat out, then I think it's kind of okay but I think now the fact that, Why do you that, think like, Phoebe wouldn't do that without Lee on board? Because I don't think... She Evan without Lee on board. Well, Lee knew that was going to happen, but I don't think he was just, like, going to vote the name... Write the name down, you know? Yeah, I don't think but they I don't were think actually he wanted it to happen. Him. I think but he, he really wanted, wanted Cat out last week. But I feel like... I mean, yeah, if she made the vote... If she voted Rowan without telling Lee or without Lee being on board, then, yeah, I agree, that might blow it up. But I feel like she wouldn't do that. And then if she didn't do that and everybody votes Kat just like they planned and Kat knew she was going home because she overheard the conversation, but then she goes, I don't think that's that big of a deal. But now... I think that's best case. I agree. But now that didn't happen. Kat is there. Yeah. And Christy is there. Yeah. And they also have some information, not all the information, at least knowing of like they were targeting Rowan and they were kind of selling the story and I don't know what happens but what makes you feel like Christy and Kat are so close is it just because they're the two on the bottom I think just because they're the two on the bottom I don't so think they're what close if at Elle all was like hey we want to do a girls thing but me you and Phoebe do you think Christy would turn on Kat because there's only two guys left so if they said that it makes sense let's vote out Kat but we're still a tight three I guess. I mean, they could. I guess That's I just don't get the impression for that. Phoebe anyway. I guess I just don't get the impression that Christy is being allowed into the group. Like, if I'm Phoebe and Elle and we've decided, you know what, it's in our best interest to stick with the four, you don't want to, like, bring Christy in on the vote. If, like, they're nervous about the possibility of a girls thing, you want to have the vote go down alliance lines. To make your alliance feel safe. You know? True. True. Even if it doesn't really matter. I don't know. I guess I just feel like if that's the case, then Lee didn't vote with his alliance last week for no reason. Right. I guess just based on Christy's reaction at Tribal Council too, like her eyes were like shifting. She seemed to be taking it all in kind of like, oh, yikes. Yeah. Not like, oh, I knew all of this. This is fine. But I really think Christy is fine. I don't know where I she's agree. gonna go. I mean, my I superlative honestly. Makes a swap. My superlative was gonna go to Christy originally for just being most likely to rise from the ashes, and I was gonna say like maybe we weren't wrong about her as much as we thought we were from our like post first episode assessment of like this girl's gonna be one to watch because I feel like she was on the bottom, but she's not the first target for some. You know, like it seems like yeah. she might have legs. Her and Bianca are going to be the ones to watch <laughs> our first episode. I mean, we can be wrong about one and right about the other. <laughs> I mean, 
yeah, speaking of, like, we we have, like, a lot of people to watch on Sinapu, but we didn't get to watch him this week. <laughs> I mean, we didn't hear from Sinapu. I mean, we heard from Brooke, but we didn't really hear from Flick very much. And Flick was a big Sinapu narrator. We didn't really hear from Sam. We didn't hear from Connor. Connor. We didn't we hear from... We heard from Pistol Pete. Who's the then... other girl? The other girl's Kylie. Who am I forgetting from that? Wait, so it's Connor, Sam, Ka- uh, Brooke. Oh, the four. That's four. Okay, I can't count. Connor, Sam, but Matt is included in that. It's Matt, like Matt, Matt. That's what I forgot. Yeah. And we got Matt. I mean, Matt had a moment with Pete. And Matt is like our puzzle god from Sinapu. Yeah. Our magician puzzle so god. So we really, do you think they just didn't show it in the promo and we are swapping? I don't know enough about their promo how much of like a watch the next episode baby they are that I, I feel like they would show it right well 20 is not divisible by three so right. if they're swapping to three they might wait for 18 six boots before a swap uh, yeah it's a lot wow i mean but what did we do on 40 Four and there's twenty people instead of twenty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I say we like I'm part of the production team there. <laughs> Allie actually won the unaired season eleven point five of Survivor, uh-huh. and then won season forty also. Right, right. Oh, we're not supposed to talk about that. The finale hasn't aired yet. Oh shit! It's a well, we'll drop this later, and I gotta edit my Instagram. Yeah, it's true. Story It'll too. be after it aired. <laughs> Oh my god. There's a lot of minefields <laughs> in this podcast for us if we come anywhere near getting on this show. Um I blame it on the wine. <laughs> blame it on the wine, blame it on the margarita. Um <laughs> But yeah, I I guess we're probably not swapping. I mean, I do think Sinapu in some way, I mean like this is gonna suck to say because you don't know how it's gonna affect morale or whatever, but I do feel like in terms of challenges, losing pistol P isn't really he wasn't participating in any challenges he wasn't participating anyway yeah so it's kind of like a nothing it's just like a morale killer which but the the thing and really bad for kylie (laughs) but i also feel like if you're sinapu as a morale morale killer wise pete leaving is better than having to vote pete out I mean, I think it's better than, like, probably voting Kylie out instead of Pete. (laughs) Oh, God. Like, as crazy as that sounds, like, I feel like that's what they would have done. I agree. No, I agree. And I feel like, I mean, you haven't watched Caramon yet, but I feel like not voting out someone who's going to quit. I mean, it's not like they did it over and over again, where I feel like on Caramon over and over again, they don't vote out someone who's maybe going to quit. Like... I don't know. It's it's so risky, but it's also like at this tribe portion of the game, it only matters if you don't swap before five. Like if you right. if you go into the swap with your five intact, then who cares if like Pete leaves or not? I mean, I think that's the kind of yeah, that's the risk because like they have their group. It's super solid and Kylie knows she's on the bottom. But, like, I think they also don't view Pete as a super strong number. You know, like, if he swapped, if he made the swap and hadn't quit, it's not like he's going to be like, oh, let me flip to Aganoa and vote out Sinapu. Like, he felt guilty that he wasn't helping them. So I think, like, he would have been a loyal number, 
pretty much yeah. no matter what. But I also think, like, he wouldn't be, like, it's not like he's, like, a threat to Flip, whereas Kylie might be, like, a threat to Flip. But I was kind of hoping that Pete would be, like, the Letitia of the season, you know? I know. But it I think happen. it's Sue. <laughs> Maybe it is Sue. But Sue, I mean, Sue. Sue's never been to Tribal, so it's different. Right. But, like, Pete... Pete gets down on himself, you know? Sue, mm-hmm. Sue hasn't done that, but she hasn't, like, been in a position to go home yet either. Right, right. I really... What do you think about this Nick? Nick is in hot water. I don't... I don't want to say anything. I love Nick. <laughs> it's rough. It's like Nick everybody... Nick is the wild thing for me because I really don't have any Nick spoilers. Like, Nick is the person I know. I have a spoiler right. for Nick on All Stars. But, right. like, I, I don't have any Nick spoilers for any other season. Yeah, I don't know anything. I know that he's, like, a fan fave, but that's all I know, and I don't know why. I mean, other than, like, I Rob love him. podcast, but, like, I don't know what's happened in his games. Yeah, I have no idea, but I'm nervous for him that he can't seem to figure out this lie truth thing. Like, he tells a lie and no one believes it. And then he attempts to come clean and tell the truth. But, like, either he had a really hard time remembering the truth or he was trying to, like, lie again partially and it did not play well. The other thing about the Vival, like, tribe of misfits is, like, on top of them being the most populous tribe in the game, I feel like on a swap, unless they have the majority on each tribe, like, who do you see each of them fitting in with, with the other combinations of people? I mean, like, Nick and Connor will, like, duke it out for, like, ultimate super fan status. But I would see Nick yeah, but bonding duke it out possibly is, like, with the Sinopi crowd. Yeah, maybe Nick and the Sinapu crowd, but maybe he's going to be, like, too schemey for them. Yeah, but he might not be too schemey for a Phoebe. What? He might not be too schemey for Phoebe. Maybe not. I feel like um, Flick is, like, playing the low-key schemey of that Sinapu 5. She would get along with Craig. Craig. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how this joke started. Here's I want to formally change my winner pick to Barry. <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. It's still Sam, but I Old really moves. love Barry. Yeah, I, I don't I feel oh. like we can't change our winner pick till the merge, right? We're I locked agree. in with our I day agree. one pick until the merge. We're locked in. We're locked yeah. in. I mean, I still feel pretty good about Phoebe. I think what makes me a little nervous is that I think like you said it feels a little bit like she's playing a game, a late game game right now and it's not late game at all. And I think this constant talk of that she always feels like she needs to know everything going on and always feels like she's in constant control feels a little bit like a fatal flaw floating to me. And I think even coming close to like voting Rowan out this time around is like, oh gosh, be careful. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it's early. You don't actually, you know, like you don't need to be able to control every single step because the reality is for every, you know, like, person you'll meet in this game who's willing to go lockstep with you and listen to what you say there's a flick there's a connor there's a nick there's a sam there's a sue for all we know there's people that aren't gonna go along with that you know like you can't always there's got to be a give and a take and she doesn't be seem super willing to give yeah um and i'm worried about that like just to play devil's advocate against my own point (laughs) i feel like how 
I, I know I said she's playing a late game game here, but it's also been four votes and they've been to tribal council three times. It's true of them. The game has been accelerated for Aganoa for sure. And it's like on a swap, can you slow yourself down or are you going to like go too fast for your own good? Like that's the real question is like, how do you handle a swap? If you get swapped with a bunch of these Vavau people who have never been to tribal, like what does that look like? Mm -hmm. I think what's interesting is that I'm curious, like I feel like Phoebe's like she she kind of talks about this like she comes off a certain way and it kind of gives her a little bit of a shield to like play this more cutthroat game but i thought the scene between her and rowan was really interesting on the beach where she confronts him about the idol and she's talking to him about like how he didn't give it back and like you know i've got options you know like it's not a good idea to be kind of messing with me and he's like don't threaten me and she's like i'm not threatening you and i'm like yeah you were you know like she i don't think she didn't know what she was doing but i also think like rowan calling her out you know if they really are supposed to be the tightest of allies like damn that's hardcore and i love it i agree to an extent but i also think like it's fucking true like phoebe does have options and rowan needs to watch his fucking back that's the thing like i think it is a threat but i also options I think it's a threat, but I also think it's not a threat that's a lie, and it's not a threat that you should just ignore. I think it's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I do have options. Like, don't think that you can just drag me along here. Like, I'm wanting and, to like, work maybe, with you because I want to. I don't have to. Like, maybe you're reading this as a threat, but, like, in from my perspective, you promised me that idol, and now it's in your fucking pocket, and I'm supposed to do nothing about it? Yeah, you feel threatened, I feel threatened. Exactly. The difference is that I have somewhere to go with that. You don't. I have capital with every person, and you maybe have Lee, maybe, but it seemed like Should Lee was listening to Should we time travel and get her to the end and then do her final tribal council? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I have nothing else to do. <laughs> oh, God. No, I agree. I think it's, I, I agree. I think it's kind of a threat, but it's like a true threat, and I think it's one that should be listened to. Um, yeah, but Rowan, oh, never mind. <laughs> We're going to put a bit in that thought, whatever it was. <laughs> if you, I'm on date. my second bottle of wine for the night, so. Ooh, yeah, we switched to white wine. I did switch to white wine, but that nice pink color is the bottom of my red wine. Ooh. But I don't, think we're, we're, I don't think we're getting a swap next week. I don't think so either. And my question for you, Allie, is, is Vavau going to travel council before swap? No. You really don't think so? You think they're the one? I, I mean, I don't know, because we have all this tension built up from them. But I still don't think they are. I mean, if there's no feel puzzle, the same way. maybe. Yeah, if there's a challenge without a puzzle. That's yeah. like, the, that's the that's the one thing. I mean, like, I feel like the thing this week where it's like, you can swap people out for the puzzle was very much trying to throw a bone to Agnoa. And it didn't do it. They don't have anyone who can do a puzzle. So doesn't fu- can they swap fucking Sue in to do the puzzle for them? <laughs> because if they can't, then what does it help them? <laughs> oh, yeah, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel I feel like we're probably seeing Agano go to tribal council next week. And I'd be really I mean, if that happens, that would suck, but I'd also be fascinated because I feel like it will not be the same situation the same options on the table as it was this time around. 
Yeah. I feel like after that, we're probably getting a swap. But yeah. 19's not divisible by anything. <laughs> so I don't know, actually. Yeah, I feel like we've got to go to 18, huh? I guess. Can you see? But I can't see a story. I can't see two more tribals before a swap. I mean, if Aganoba goes and then Sanapu goes. So do you think it's Cat Kylie? Could be. Unless Kylie, Kylie finds the idol. better get that idol. Yeah. And then I feel like it's Matt. I feel like if Sanapu has to split votes, it's Kylie and Matt. Really? Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe, he's the yeah. one we keep forgetting from that five, so. It's true, and he was closer with Pete. Especially if they go second. If Aganoa goes next week and they go right before a probable swap, I feel yeah. like they'd get rid of Matt before anyone else. Because Matt is really helping them with the puzzles, but once they're not a tribe themselves anymore, like, just get rid of Matt. Right. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It all hinges on whether or not Aganoa, or not Aganoa Vival loses it all. But I kind of agree. I don't think it's going to happen. Unless you think we're going to get an Exile Island. Because we could get a we swap could. next week with an Exile Island. I feel or like the week after, I mean. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could. We could. The way they presented the idol clue this time around, I find it unlikely. But I guess you never know. Yeah, I guess you never know. I miss Island of Secrets, though. That, like, island... I really enjoyed Island of Secrets. And I'm not, like, a big advantage person. But I liked how sometimes Island of Secrets was like, here's a jar of candy. <laughs> like, yeah, it was fun. It was lighthearted. I, I'm going to petition right now. And I may have petitioned this already on this Wild Cards on Holiday podcast. But I think when we're done with this, we should watch season one of South Africa. Oh, you have not petitioned that. But Let's interesting proposition. I miss that, Jeff. Wow. Yeah, we got to <laughs> spread the Jeff love around. The alternate Jeffs. Alternate universe Jeffs. Exactly. We should go, like, to. we should jump all around, you know? All around the world from our homes when we're not allowed to go all around the world. <laughs> yeah. We're recording this May 11th. <laughs> we're still not allowed to leave our house. Hopefully, when you're hearing this, things are better. But yeah, I hope so. (laughs) I really hope so. (laughs) So, thank you, everybody, for listening to the Survivor Wildcards on holiday. And remember to follow us on Twitter at Survivor WC Pod. Check out our blog at Survivor Wildcards dot WordPress dot Survivor Wildcards dot WordPress dot com. Subscribe and rate wherever podcasts can be found, and we'll see you next time. Tro-tro for now. Live, love, Jonathan's arms. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.